Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody. I'm Jacqueline. And today on the pod, welcome to Survivor New York. New York? New York? Welcome to New York. Welcome to New York. Welcome to Survivor New York. Jeffrey Probstbell's been waiting for you. Didn't work. Welcome to Survivor New York. Probstbell's been waiting for you. It's perfect. <laughs> Probstbell's been... Seamless. Probstbell's Seamless. Probstbell's been waiting for you. The Probstbell's is Probst really... Probstbell's been waiting for you. Probstbell's been waiting for you. See, we just mm -hmm. had to workshop it a little. We're back. Welcome Survivor New York. We've been teasing our coverage of Bannerman's Island for since fucking last year, since last December or November. Oh or man. September. September? Even. A while. It's been a fucking while. It's been a hot minute. We're just returning to the pod, coming back on the scene now that it's the dead of winter and those, you know, Seasonal blues have struck, and the only thing to pull us back into the joy of life is... You have sad, but you're not a stay-at-home dad. It's seasonal affective disorder. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Looking at you, Andy. Mm, are you a lawyer, or are you a stay-at-home dad, Andy? Yeah, gotta know. Between different LRGs, you're saying different things. Are or you, has uh, life changed that here. much that you went from a lawyer to a stay-at-home dad, or vice versa? Saying he lost the big Johnson account and was fired from his law firm. Oh, man. And now is a stay-at-home dad. Yeah, because he can no longer get all that Johnson & Johnson product for free. Oh, my gosh. He was the lawyer for Johnson & Johnson. Yeah, and then he lost. He was kissing a baby and dropped it, mm. and the execs didn't like it. Or he was behind that whole not just baking soda debacle. When baby powder was giving people cervical cancer. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's a bleak thing to reference <laughs> at the top of the pod. Um, anything else you want to fill us in on before we hop into Survivor New York, Cody? Hashtag Jeffrey Propsfeld is back. Yeah. Also want to shout out Silent Podcasts and The Blindsiders, who both seem to also be covering Survivor New York, Bannerman's Island. What? You didn't tell me other podcasts were following this. I didn't know until moments ago when I was Spotify searching songs that begin with Bannerman's or Bannerman's Island. Hmm. And I just want to say in the spirit of Bannerman's Island, we're a pirate pod this season and we're going to be attacking these two other podcasts what both on the i don't want to attack digital anybody. ocean waves and the literal ocean waves nobody wants to listen to a third podcast covering this season we're not if something goes wrong at your podcast you can just assume it was the survivor cast international pirates oh my god you got oh like my a God. cannonball bursting through your wall. Ah, you can assume it was Jesus the Survivor Christ. Cast International Pirates. That's awful. I don't support piracy. You can track scurvy. You can assume it's because you're not eating enough fruit. But you live in a land desert, a food desert. You can assume it's because of the Survivor hmm. Cast International Pirates. All right. All right. So 
We have three tribes. We do. Do you want to run down our three tribes before we break down episode one? And I should say we are covering episodes one and two. Yes. For the time being, double episodes at a time until we catch up. If we catch up. You know, that's we'll the game up. we're playing. Yeah. Um. Sure. Let's go into these tribes that are on the island on a Hudson River. Named after islands on the Hudson River. Yes. That's what my notes meant there. I feel like Propsfeld, real name Chris Lord, our Lord and Savior. Yes. Um, always good at that. Intentionality behind at tribing. Mentioning that we're on indigenous land, naming things after local things of that nature and explaining it. Yeah. It's good. It is good. It's appreciated. It is appreciated and noted. And necessary. And... Moving forward. <laughs> the Asapis tribe. The Blue tribe. Yes. Um, Do you want me to there, break it down? Yeah. I've got notes on, like, the I'll, people who stood out to me on that tribe. Okay, I'll say names. At initial go. And we'll just both talk general impressions. Word. Brienne. Cool. I did not have anything about her. Edsel. Um, nope. He's got some fly sunglasses. Sweet. I love that. He's got a cool vibe. I love it. Kayla. <laughs> um, yeah. Kayla was a quick impression that first time around. Okay. I might have impressions of people as we move through the episode as well. Yes, I will have more impressions, but this aren't like yes. first bare bones initial impressions. We did right months from ago. The get. We did like a watch along to the first five minutes and did yeah. some initial impressions then. Live reactions. Exactly. You can go back and listen to that. Uh, Laura. Laura is loud. Ooh. The goal that Laura has is to be themselves, but less. I love that. I love that. Laura's like anyone else, but more so. And she's going to try to be like everyone else, but less so. Exactly. She's They're gonna, just okay. going to be like Laura Light. Oh, yeah. Laura, Diet Laura. Diet Laura. Laura Clear, mm. if it were the 80s. Sharif? Um, fucking works at the UN? Hello. But is very worried that they've lost their social skills over COVID. Hmm. They no longer work in person with people. He seems they don't to be doing... interact with anybody, they said. And they're just worried that they can't do that anymore. Sharif is doing fine from what we've seen in these two episodes when it comes to the show, social game. I agree. And then we have Talk Shell, who also goes by Talk. Yeah. Cool. And if, you know, I've got Caucasian mouth trying to pronounce everyone's name correctly, feel like I'm in the ballpark, but I do apologize if I stumble. Yes. The Iona, or the Purple Tribe. Love it. Andrew. Uh, our second rugby coach of the winter. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we have Delaney on Surviving Maine. Caitlin. Is it Caitlin, not it Delaney? Is, it is Caitlin. Delaney really seems like she would be the rugby coach. Yeah, the two but of it's them. definitely Caitlin. All right. Well, I stand corrected. That's why we've got resident fact checker and no, don't Minnesota give me that Economic title, Educator of the Year, Jacqueline Doyle on the pod. Um, That's not my name. Jacqueline Doyle Eustace. Thank you. Andrew. Who has a hashtag Scottish t-shirt on. Sweet. Love it. Word. Julia. Has the best laugh. Ooh. I deemed. Right, that's a great note. Yeah. Annie. Um, Is from Florida. Love it. Mm-hmm. 
Stan, whom we stan. Dr. Stan has ringing in the ears. Dr. Stan is quite the... I, I'm fascinated by Dr. Stan. Yeah, I thought that you would be. He's got the stride until you've died t-shirt on. Mm, stride until you've died? It's like a marathon t-shirt okay, he's wearing. That's not cool. Don't encourage people to die. Can I tell you that's not what it says exactly? I've tweaked it to make it a little more hardcore, but I okay. think Stan, Dr. Stan would appreciate it. Okay. Because he's a marathon motherfucking man? machine. He's a marathon man, some might say. Hell yeah. Yeah. And winning. Young New York doctor. I mean, come on. He is winning. Uh, Jeremy. Cool. Jeremy Baramy. Jeremy Laramy. I think he likes to go by all three. Cool. He said, that's the first thing he said. I go by Jeremy Laramy (laughs) Baramy. Or all three. (laughs) Thank you very much. And Veronica. Mars. Yes. Private detective. Yes. Kirsten Bell. My mom ran away. Did Veronica, is that her backstory? Yeah, her mom ran away. And she lives with her dad? Yeah. Who's a police chief? No. Private Eye. Oh, and she helps he got him. fired from the cops. Oh, damn. Now he's got a bone to pick. Yeah. I've got to go against Hate the system. fuckers. My methods were too off book. They couldn't handle my police detective work. My Mars bars. Now my daughter has to help me solve crime. Yep, basically. <laughs> you know, suddenly this guy sounds like a fucking creep. It <laughs> sounds like he should have been fired from the police. Probably. All right. As all cops should. Fire I'm... all cops. Hashtag fire all police. And I don't uh... mean... Make them lose their job. <laughs> like light them wink, on wink. fire. That's how I didn't oh say it. Oh my god! Parody, 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 parody. Moving on, the Polypel tribe or the Green tribe. <laughs> parody. <laughs> cut that. Cut that. Uh, <laughs> let's make a note here, producer, to cut that. <laughs> uh, ten fifteen. Cut that. Uh, Andy on the Polypel tribe. You know he's an attorney. Andy, attorney at law. But now he's a stay-at-home dad? Oh, yeah, Andy. So Andy (laughs) is also currently playing Surviving Maine. Yes. And he says that this is his first LRG, so chronologically. Nope, nope. Getting him confused. Really? Yeah. Okay. He said that in Maine? No. Shit. Andy is an attorney at law and is now a stay-at-home dad, according to Maine. So we don't know which one came first, if he I, was an attorney or a stay-at-home. No, home. I'm pretty sure that Andy says that this is his first LRG. Ariel oh, fucking right. says okay. that it's his first time. But we've seen Ariel before, motherfuckers. In Philadelphia. But which, so this came before Philly, and we saw Philly a long-ass fucking time ago. Well, you never know with filming. And Ariel's also a time lord, so <laughs> he's always jumping around his own timeline and <laughs> timelines in general traveling in time and space motherfuckers i've got some power bars back survivor in my... all over the universe <laughs> i was playing a lrg on mars in 2045 the lrd and he's got power bars in his tardis is the joke i was gonna make too. i'm sorry i spoke over that no no it was good it's all good okay andy Attorney is now a stay-at-home dad. That's the only I wonder what's Okay, and then we we kind of talked about Ariel as well. Yes, former Mainer, current New Yorker. 
goes by Ari Ferrari, man of many names. Yes. A real, like, uh, when he played Philadelphia, he had famously driven many hours without sleep, possibly from this LRG okay, to Philadelphia. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. But then don't we know he doesn't win? I don't know. I don't know. Kristen. Mm, cool. Danny. Oh, Danny boy. The pipes, the pipes are calling. Danny, to me, both looks like Ezra Koenig, the lead singer of Vampire Weekend. Okay. And su- similar to Ezra Koenig, he both looks like he's 24 years old and 58 50? years old at yeah. the same time. He's got like young old man face. Like Tony Hawk, kind of? Yeah. But no, because Tony Hawk has old young man face. Okay. Where Danny has old or young old man. old man face. I think that's a it's a subtle but important distinction because yes. the dominant in Tony Hawk is the old. Yes. But the young is still there. And the yes. dominant in Danny is the young, but you can see the ghost of the old. Exactly. But he could literally tell me he's any age from 20 to 60, and I wouldn't be that surprised. Okay. And then McKenna. Who describes themselves as an inside person. Like Bo Burnham inside or like... I don't like Magic Johnson inside, baseball inside. Or I like to dissect people and go in their insides. Oh my god! I don't know. I'm an inside person. I don't remember what McKenna meant by that, but I'm pretty sure it's the murder one. Can I tell Um, you that I think I flubbed that Magic Johnson reference I made a moment ago? That's okay. My intent being that like Magic Johnson is a person who both played basketball and maybe was a sports commentator. So like inside baseball, as in he's got like the real inside scoop on the inner workings of that sport. We got you. Although it would be basketball and not baseball, but the phrase is inside baseball. Cody, it's going to take us five hours to get through this episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fair. And then Robin. Capping it off with Robin. They look cool. Robin seems cool. I would want Robin to be my friend. I would also want Robin to be my friend. I feel like they have a lot of talking heads. We get a lot yeah. of, and not it's not, the glasses. Mm, that's why they get Don't a lot. They of have them. like cool glasses on. I believe they're wearing a hat, but I can't remember if they have glasses on. <laughs> okay. Isn't everyone wearing both a hat and glasses? Yes. Okay. Everyone is in camouflage, wearing a hat and glasses. Let's jump into episode one. And we have face blindness. Hashtag oh. Jeffrey Probstfeld is back, baby. Hashtag. What? They're going to throw us into a one world? Yeah, okay, so it's late night. It's like crazy. Late night in Probstfeld's backyard. Yeah, what up, peeps? Come hang in my backyard. If you haven't listened to us cover Survivor New York, (laughs) Chris Martin, not Chris Martin, that's the lead singer of Coldplay. (laughs) What? Whom I assume is Jeffrey Probstfeld's father, Chris Lord, our savior of Survivor New York. Is our Lord and Savior. We love to call him Jeffrey Probstfeld, which is a combination of Jeff Probst and Jerry Seinfeld. Probably don't need to explain why we would do that. (laughs) I'm sure that's apparent. And if not, stop listening now. I think that's all that needed to be explained, right? We're in his backyard. It's at nighttime. I don't know why we're doing this at night, but I love the decision to do it at night. You're in... Probstfeld's backyard at night. Okay. What are, aren't we? That's where we start. Yes. Media res. And he announces 
that it's about to be one world style first night. They're going to split up tomorrow, but tonight you all get to hang with each other and be BFFs forever. How do you feel about that? Oh, it's super fun. I think it adds a whole nother level to the game, especially with some of the different... What are they referring to them as? What? Like the things from the island, like... Tribes? No. Like the advantages with Yeah, Bannerman's but they're island. calling them something different this season. It's like ammunition and... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Poison from the pirates Am- of They were using, island like, or... ammunition because it yeah. was, like, a military base. So, because of the different ammunitions that are handed out that we've noticed so far, it makes this one-world concept really play an important role. And I think not knowing that ahead of time is, like, a fun thing. Absolutely. Fun social mix-em-up to throw into the game. You know what? I've got a note here. Ariel, he's really the Timothy Chalamet of LRGs. He's just popping up everywhere lately. Yeah. Making Andy, I don't know who's someone that pops up, but isn't as welcome as a presence. Not that we don't love Andy. Who's in Dave Bautista? Andy's the Dave Bautista of LRGs. I think it tracks. Cool. Um, McKenna is an LRG host. What? That she's keeping on the down low. Do you think that will help her in her gameplay? Um, I think it will allow her to overthink things. I kind of, yeah, I feel like it might be something that you might think is going to aid you, but might lead you to exactly overthinking every move, thinking that you've got an inner scoop when you might be better off just playing like a player i agree playing like a player what, i mean what? that's my model play like a player and then we get a little mingle montage of everyone just talking and hanging out rolling right into the next morning okay i appreciate <laughs> and giggle at the voiceover moments it's probably necessary it is like that's why i appreciate it yeah i'm sure there you get a mix of audio and there's weather and Outside noises beyond your control. But sometimes it's a little funny. Just hearing Propsfeld's voice clearly ADR, ADR'd in over footage not coming in live. In a mix of live and dubbed in stuff is funny. Yes. We, Explain how Bannerman Island was like an exploded island. Yeah, some guy moved there and then it exploded for some reason. Yeah. Under mysterious circumstances. Pretty sure they murdered a bunch of indigenous people to get that land and like falsely treated them or like enslaved them. But hey, yeah, it's his, fine. His ghost is still there. Spooky. It's real spooky. Ooh. I love the history breakdown. Yes. Grossfeld should be like a history guide. He should work for the History Channel. He should work for Bannerman Island. You know what? The island's really the fourth tribe this season. Just like the city of New York is sometimes a character unto itself in a movie, the island's really the fourth tribe. Now, here's the real question, Cody. I mean, please ask me. Do we wish they had taken boats and spent the entire time on Bannerman Island in the ruins? Yes. I mean, come on. I wonder if you're not allowed to. I mean, probably not, but wouldn't that have been fucking great? Fantastic. I mean, let's do it. 
Probesfeld, get arrested. Just go for it. I don't want to see Probesfeld in jail. No, I mean, we don't want to see him in jail, but we want to see this happen. Those damn New York cops. Get it, get into it. They got other shit to deal with. They're not going to fucking arrest a group of adults playing live role-playing games. I don't know. I think stop and frisk may be a thing that is currently legal in New York oh, again. Oh, God. Well, then don't and because they'll murder you. If not. I fucking watched a video of someone recording another person being stopped. Like, uh, just like two cop cars roll up and like six cops get out and just randomly this dude on the street, yeah. pat him down and like have him fucking empty his pockets and then find nothing. And then just roll out without Gross. explaining anything to him. It was insane to watch. Well, next morning, <laughs> one person is chosen by each tribe to be the leader and guess what that means nothing except for then they choose someone to make an important decision it means everything i love the it does out. but like pick also a tribe leader and now that tribe leader pick the person who has to make an important decision yeah the cascading decision waterfall uh so the iona tribe initially picks jeremy who then abdicates to Stan. Stan the man. The polypel picks Danny, who abdicates the throne of decision to Andy. What's up with all these bros? I mean, it's a real bro down. Real bro down. Hashtag bro down. Showdown. Bro down showdown. Yeah. I love it. Okay. And then the <laughs> Asapis tribe doesn't go the bro route. Yeah, yeah. They pick Kayla. Who then in turn... Picks Brienne. Go Bri lady. Brienne. 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 Okay. We'll just kind of mumble it Brienne. whenever we get Brienne. Brienne. And they, Jacqueline, must choose between they they're taken away. Quarantined, if you will. Yes. And they have to choose between either getting two minutes with an immunity clue. Clue. Idol cue, where clue. they can look for the immunity idol. Or their tribe gets an advantage in the upcoming immunity challenge. And so what do they decide to do? First, let's go to the Pelopi tribe with Andy. Andy immediately, hilariously decides he's going to take the clue. And he justifies it by saying, I have the utmost confidence in my tribe. We don't need an any advantage. Help. Yeah. We've got this. So I am going to be a little selfish just only because I believe in my tribe mates so much. It's really a vote of confidence more than anything else. Looks, can't find it. If you fucking take it, you have to find it. Yeah. If you, well, and you can't, uh, yeah. If you take it, you have to find it and you have to come up with a fucking good thing or be ready to do a tribal. Well, yeah, because then everyone comes back and his decision at that moment is to tell everyone both the choice he made. He makes the same justification to them. Hashtag green power. And then he's like, let's all look for it together and then we'll share it. OK, one never works. Always say that it was a chance. Always, always, always say like, oh, there were three bottles and one of them had this and one of them had this and 
exactly, one was yeah. empty and I was given a I piece of paper this, yeah. that said you randomly pick one of these three bottles you'll either get mm-hmm. uh, advantage at the challenge a clue to the idol or, or nothing. nothing and I got nothing and then that way they might not believe you, but some of them might believe you. Or even then be like, oh, but I got the clue to the idol. Help me look. Like, Sorry. if you want to, like, spin it like, oh, I got something. Right. Here's the fucking clue to the idol. Let's, like, fucking find it as a tribe. This is when Robin starts to show themselves as a smart player because they're immediately not unhappy with it. Andy yeah. and skeptical of the concept of a share idol. A thousand percent. So, and then Ariel is also unhappy at Andy's decision. And as they're looking for the idol and unable to find it, a lot of suspicion and annoyance at Andy starts to crop up that maybe he does have it and he made the wrong choice. What you'd expect people to feel. But you know what the only thing Andy finds is? A dead fish. Does he find a dead fish? Yes, he fucking finds a dead fish while searching through logs. Oh, a dead fish, but not an idol. Andy's got this manic, panicked energy. He reminds me of William H. Macy from Fargo after he's arranged to have his wife kidnapped for ransom money and it goes awry. Oh, God. I know, right? You know who else is frantic? (laughs) Danny? Uh, Sure, tell me about it. Hashtag Andy's dead fish. I guess I did know that happened. Yeah, you did. Uh, I just have that Danny is planning on using Andy as a shield and he specifically, Mm -hmm. he says... He's a large shield type player. I was like, are you speaking about his like physical size? Because he's a big gangly guy mm. or just he acts as a big shield because of his personality. Funny phrasing. I had a thought as you were describing this. Yes. Is this how so many men make it to merge of an LRG is because guys want to keep the shields in for them and they only view other guys as shields. And so then there's like three guys all using each other for shields from each tribe, making it to the end. And then it's like, well, you got rid of all the ladies cause you were fucking using shields or whatever. Right. I think is that, that like what fucking happens. I think that's a huge part of it. A combo of that I'm, you know, I'm a physical threat, so I need someone else to hide behind who I can say is a Mm. bigger physical threat. And then also, they stay in at least until merge because, oh, tribe strength. This guy's going to help us win all the challenges. Unless, like, you're one of those tribe that's going to be like, fuck it, we're making an alliance based on, like, who we like. And we'll probably lose quite a few players, but... Yeah, I can never begrudge a lady alliance because it really just feels like the only way to Mm -hmm. make it to merge. If you're a lady, you've got to find the other ladies and hope that they can band together and that you don't get picked away one by one. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, somebody does find the idol. And is it Andy? Nope, it's Kristen. And it doesn't fit in her pants. She's super gagged. And yeah, it doesn't fit in her pants. She's got a big dream catcher tattoo on her mm, shoulder. It's good that's stuff. That's fun. Should we roll over to the Iona tribe and Stan's decision? I think we shall. So we go to the Iona tribe and Stan is the person who has to make the decision. And right away decides like taking the advantage for the tribe. I don't really give a fuck because I don't want to lose. Yeah, he initially is tempted to go the selfish route, but ultimately 
he's like, I'm going selfish, but next level selfish where I don't want to put a target on my back. Mm -hmm. So I am still self-serving, but ultimately winning this challenge helps the tribe, which helps me. They're going to be suspicious of me. I'm not going to have a story to explain exactly what I got up to if we don't get this, you know, challenge advantage. It's the right choice, I think. I agree. I mean... Either that or playing the, like, oh, I had to, like, choose from a hidden bottle or something. I do think it's hilarious. I don't know who says it, but as Stan's tribe members come in, someone's looking at the parchment with the clue on it. And he's like, oh, I wonder if they bought the paper this way or had to stain it with coffee themselves. Yeah. It's like, what a hilarious thing to have your head in that realm at this moment. <laughs> hmm, I wonder how this was crafted. Someone's really in, like, the production mindset. I kind of love it. I, you know, they can't wait to create their own LRG. We find out that Stan and Jeremy are both queer kings. And Stan is wary of Veronica, whom he thinks is too loud. And plus the whole private detective thing. I mean, how can you trust her? I mean, isn't there like, we're going to do Stan, Jeremy, and Veronica as like the queer groupies? A little bit, but Stan is also in with Andrew and Julia. He has multiple irons and multiple fires. Stan just likes to keep his options open. And he says Annie speaks too much. You know, of course. Uh, but then he is also like, uh, you know, I'm with Julia and Andrew because we're people of color. But it's like, Annie's also a person of color. Right. She, for some, I think because she's a straight woman of color. But Julia is also straight. Listen, for some reason, Annie just didn't make the cut on the POC alliance. I don't know why. Yeah, I... I'm just a cis white dude. I I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't waving a flag. I just, what other people tell me, I'm just going to go with it. Totally. Stan didn't include Annie. I'm not going to question his decision on that. All right. Now, are you ready to discuss what Julia does? Well, she finds the idol. But then she shows everyone when she overhears, well, like, Veronica talking about how, like, Oh, if anyone found it, I hope that they'd show us. And it's like, no, you fucking found it on your own. Before Julia can react, Veronica's running up and telling everyone that Julia has found the idol. Did she? I feel like it. That's how I have it in my notes, at least. She's like, for the good of the tribe, she's got the idol. Everyone look over here. No, that's not what happened at all. Are you sure? Yeah, Julia is, or Veronica is just talking about how, like, Oh, if we were to find the idol, I hope that they would person would come forward. It's not at all. And so, like, I feel like Julia finds it in Veronica mm -hmm. quick. Like, Julia is not really hiding it, or at least Veronica calls other people over. Mm -mm. Maybe I'm misremembering. You're misremembering. I think it's somewhere in between the two. I'm pretty sure I'm right. Hashtag wife is right. You're just assuming you have no detailed notes about it. I have specifically. Julia Arrow finds idol Arrow shows everyone when Veronica was saying that anyone should show it. And I have Julia seemingly finds the idol semicolon Veronica announces it parentheses better for tribe supposedly. Hmm. I, I think that hashtag wife is right. You tell us listener hashtag wife is knife. 
wife is wife all night. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Julia is building trust by showing that idol. And Annie's all like, I trust Julia. And, but Julia is like, I'm going to fucking vote Annie off. I do not like her and I want her out of here. There's like this assumption that Annie is bad at competitions. But yeah, like, haven't right. you only had one competition? I don't know why Veronica is like, Annie clearly cannot physically perform. I'm not sure why. No, there hasn't even been a competition. And they're fucking pigtail pals. But yeah. she's still going to vote her off. There hasn't been a single fucking competition yet, has there? So what about Have Annie? Have they played for reward yet? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. You tell me. What mm. about Annie? Is, what about Annie is making Veronica feel like she I can tell you exactly what it is. The pigtails? No. Because they both have pigtails and she's no. jealous of her pigtails. Certainly her, not. Her long pigtails. <laughs> I don't know what it could be. You are, are, are you being facetious? Yes. You tell me what it is and I'll tell you if I picked up on it. I mean, Annie has. She's short. No. She's got a low vertical jump. Mm. But classically, Survivor doesn't involve a lot of basketball. I don't think she's short. She is short. Is she? I think she's kind of shorter amongst her tribe mates, don't you think? I mean, I think she's of average feminine height. So her female tribe mates are just tall for their height? Maybe. I haven't seen her standing directly next to her tri tribe mates. I believe Veronica is taller than Annie. I mean, but by a lot. By enough to be notable, like Annie comes to her shoulder, right? Really? No, hmm. certainly fucking not. <laughs> Cody, you cannot be trusted at all on this podcast what? right now. Excuse me? Writing bad notes about Veronica. Hashtag wife is right. Um, it doesn't even rhyme. Saying. <laughs> Hashtag wife is life. It's like price is right, but wife is right. Come on down. You wish. <laughs> oh. Um, wish I was on the price is right? Yeah, I do. But only if Bob Barker is hosting. Uh, isn't he dead? I do spay and neuter my pets. Didn't Bob Barker die? I hope not. Yeah, it fucking costs a lot to get your cat fixed. But it's responsible pet ownership. It is. She's very sweet. And she's totally healed and is happy and has this cute little belly. You're saying that Annie... Can't perform in the challenges. Why now? I'm not saying that at all. Or do you want to I am saying I am saying Annie is being wrongly targeted. Okay. Because there have not been any competitions yet, so you don't fucking know how she'd do. Well, let's put a pin in that. And you're basing it solely on physique, and mm. that's bullshit. Moving on. Damn. Let's go to the Isapis tribe. Brienne is concerned on how people, how she's going to explain the idol clue and, you know, what she's been up to. But, but she definitely takes the fucking idol clue. Going for it anyways, and then immediately finds like, the idol. Like, right away. Very quickly. Almost laughable then, because Andy didn't find it. So are we, like, making fun of the fact that this one was hidden so well. No wonder. That one was hidden so difficultly. Well, I'm just saying no wonder somebody lost their lawyer job and is now a stay-at-home. Oh, no. All right. Honey, I can't um, find the baby. It's right in front of you, Andy. Did you like, even look in the fridge? Puts it in her pants. It can't hide there. Big bulge in her pocket. 
And she's like, I, I'm freaking out. I'm totally at a loss. I can't hide it here. I don't know Fucking what to do. hide it somewhere. Don't hide know how it to somewhere lie. around camp. Like, I don't know. Can you, like, put it in your hair? Maybe in your cleavage? I mean, I don't know if she had a... Pants. She did do front of her pants. and No, she, she did her pocket. pocket. She went pocket. I mean, like, things that she could have done is, like... You could have done under boobage and keep your arms crossed, but I don't think she had, like, I would be able to hide anything in my boobs, like, full stop. It could be... Humble brag. I mean, not Me, even bragging. It could be a fucking Gatorade I mean, bottle and it would disappear. the idol would have to be pretty big for me not to be able to hide it in my cleavage. I mean, me saying I have big tits isn't, like, a fun thing. Um... Anyway, she goes the hilarious route of saying she didn't find it, having the big bulge in her pocket. And then changing her pants right away? Well, they start to look for it, mm-hmm. and she doesn't really tell them the clue, but she's, oh, the yeah. clue was something. Says something like this. Something like, oh, it was like under a tree near water. And like... They look a little bit, and then, yeah, like you said, she changes her pants, which is highly suspicious. Laura doesn't buy it. Um, No one mentions the bulge. I'm sorry. Now I'm talking over you. No, it's okay. They clock that she's not doing a lot of searching and doing lots of standing back and watching other people look around, which like, mm, there you go. Brienne at some point has told Sharif that she has the idol. He's on the inside scoop. But then Sharif told Ed and... Talk. Okay. And he's pleading ignorance. Like, he is pretending he fully... He doesn't know. He... No, no, no. Talk thinks she has it. Yes. And Sharif is not... He's playing his cards close to the chest, not revealing that he knows for sure that she has it. But Sharif is very observant. He's got his eyes wide open. You know who else fucking has their eyes wide open? Who? Laura. Because she finds the fucking string for it. Lauren. Is it Lauren? Lauren. Okay. Lauren has the string. The yarn. And that the idol was wrapped in, and like a like a very kind person, like fucking Poirot himself, she's a sleuth on the trail. Calls Brienne over and is like, "Hey, somebody found it," and Brienne's like, "Oh man, yeah, they must have fucking found it." Brienne is like making mistake after mistake. Handling the situation very poorly. Here's a match. Look at that wooden bridge. Don't fucking leave your idol yarn on the ground when everyone else is looking for the idol and you're half-assedly looking for the idol, trying to pretend that you don't have the idol. Lauren warns Brienne of a hashtag pending boys alliance. If they don't team up together. But Brienne is like, I'm hoping to fucking team up with hashtag the boys with a Z. Yes, the boys. Lauren goes to consult Ed. And, uh... Tree mail! Yeah. Can I ask you a question? No. How do you feel about players (laughs) being like, I'm a member of the queer community, or I'm a lady, so I'm gonna, like, align with ladies, or align with POC people as a POC... Like, for lack of a better term, identity politics as your guiding principle in the game? I feel like it is a way to find commonalities. And why the fuck not? Yeah, I agree. It's like, and maybe if you're a white guy 
playing an LRG or even CBS Survivor. Maybe you just have to be aware, like, oh, I have that to work around. That's a social part of my game that I have to be aware of. Maybe I'm not going to be automatically ushered into some of these alliances based on that, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Maybe I just have to play for the funsies of it. Funsies. I agree. I have no issue with it either. I'm just curious what your thoughts were. Moving on to challenge number one. Hell yeah. We have Propsfeld rocking his Luigi colors, a little uh, white and green. Loving it. Loving it. Hashtag McDonald's. Loving (laughs) it. Hashtag. Is that the right? No, Mm. that's Korok seeds almost. Yeah, that's a. It's fine. Korok guy from. That's the the only video game I played. Let's be real. Yeah. It's a me, Mario. I want the spicy meatball. Mm, that's more like very poorly done Italian. <laughs> You're as bad as Chris Pratt. Well, good thing I'm not getting paid millions and millions of dollars to voice that. <laughs> I should voice Mario. There we Mario go. Movie. Hashtag Cody as Mario 2023. Hashtag Mario be Mario in. That's a bad hashtag. I mean, people love it. Do they? We're about to find out. You show me Mario be Mario in. <laughs> trending on Twitter anytime in the next calendar year, and I'll eat my hat. Uh, what? You Which see one? That hat? I'll eat it. Not that one. I'll eat it. Mm, eat a different one. Oh. Eat your Harris hat. <laughs> I'll eat <laughs> your Harris hat. Yeah, All right. Iona. One puzzle bag. Oops, jumped ahead in my notes. Um, <laughs> all right. All six members have to walk across the balance beam. Yes. Then Two of they, them need to hook three bags that contain puzzle pieces. Using the grappling hooks. Hashtag grappling hook. If this was on South Africa Survivor, they'd call it hashtag monkey fist. Boop. Yes. Because, it, I mean, monkey fist is something different, too, though. I know, but they would be using a monkey fist if it was South Africa, mm-hmm. and they'd be monkey fisting. They would be monkey fisting. And then they work on a puzzle. Yes. So. Iona I... gets one puzzle piece immediately. Bannerman Island is always going to be rewarding yous and giving yous tricks and treats from the Bannerman Island. And this time, Iona, you get protection. I, like, can't even. The way that your mouth and hand are moving (laughs) together is, like, very... I wish I had that on film for the listeners. Um, It really devolved from New York accent into Jewish mother at some point. And it makes it really clear that the other two tribes fucking went for that idol, motherfuckers. Yo, hashtag balance babies. When they're walking um, across the balance beam. Right. Um, you know what, though? I think Edsel does a really good job of cheerleading for his tribe. I can hear him throughout the challenge really encouraging people, whipping them up, getting them going, and like a, whipping them into like a mm. fervor with mm. his voice. Maybe we use a different term than... Stirring them up. There we go. Stirring Encouraging up. them. Little. The, I was grasping. I, my <laughs> synonym machine was failing me. That's why. I, exactly. That's what it sounded like. Um. Yeah. My notes are horrible here. Laura, Tuck, and Andy <laughs> are grappling those bags early. Sweet. Iona's the first on the puzzle. Yes. Paula Pell gets on the puzzle second. 
And, and Asabis, they're struggling third. on this one. A third. Someone falls. Do you like that one? Asapa's I did. A struggling. Asapa, a struggle. Hashtag Asapa's a struggle. Hashtag Sapa struggle. Um, That's how Iona, fancy people say hashtag. Iona fucking wins it. Hell yeah, they do. And Polyful comes in second. And you know, as as so, who are they? Asapas. Asapas. Sorry, uh, my notes are so bad. My Asapas are still at the hooking stage. Annie and Victoria teamed up to get the puzzle done first for Iona. They were the puzzle queens together. Yeah. And then, yeah, Asap is fucking off to tribal. Good old Jeffrey Probstfeld dismisses them. He wants nothing else to do with them. Get out of here. Peace. I, you know, I need to take better notes, I think, Cody. That's okay. I really, like, I wrote a question to ask here. No idea what it means. Can you, can you just read it for us? Green. McKenna don't want idol. Get it. <laughs> your opinion <laughs> okay let's decipher this green must mean polypole yes is mckenna mckenna is on the polypole tribe okay and they just won <laughs> immunity they came in first and she doesn't want the idol question mark maybe she goes up to grab it and then she's like i don't want to grab it someone else should uh, or does she? Let me look at my notes. Idol uh, yeah. hunting still going on. No one trusts Andy. Kristen deflecting the others. Ariel equals big McKenna fan. Okay. Ariel playing aggressive. McKenna going after Ariel if the time comes. <laughs> this is great podcast. <laughs> yeah, just read my notes. <laughs> dry. No. Just give it to you. Dry. I, you know, it bums me out. But nothing in your section helps with that whatsoever. Well, those are my thoughts on okay. the question you kind of asked. You know, Ariel says everyone's their buddy, though. Ariel does kind of play. He's like playfully aggressive. He's a little playfully aggressive. Like a puppy. Iona. Let's go into uh, They're riding high on their victory. Veronica's feeling a little cocky, though. A little too cocky. She's part of the queer queens Hashtag. who are taking over. Yeah, queer queens. And uh, they're throwing Julia in because, you know, she's got an idol. So she can be queer queen plus one. Meanwhile, though, Annie is a little wary of hashtag Dr. Stan because she's aware of his LRG experience. Valid. I mean, like, how would you feel being a first time player going into some into a game like this with People who have played multiple games, been really involved, know, know each how other, to, yeah. Is a doctor. Exactly. But, but mostly knowing each other, knowing previous players, knowing that they know previous players' games. Like, absolutely. It's like going into a CBS season with past players. 100%. For me, even more so than knowing other players, is just having experience, having yeah. done this before, having like, I mean, it must just be a whirlwind for all of you, but particularly for someone who hasn't ever played before. Can I just say, Annie and Andrew fucking stan it. I adore the Annie-Andrew combo. I hope it, Ooh, like, blossoms. The double-A battery team? Oh, my God. Fuck yeah. They just keep going and what? going. Okay, can you please, if you all do not hashtag double-A battery team become that and move forward in every LRG 
forever. Forever. My heart will be broken. Andrew and Annie, are they both single? Get married and throw batteries. Like, instead of having rice thrown at you when you walk down the aisle, have people throw double-A batteries at you? Ow. It hurts. No, don't like hit me. love. Okay. Asapis. Yes. Talk goes bag hunting, and he fucking finds the idol. How do we feel about this? Bag hunting is a little... I don't know. I think it's questionable in CBS Survivor, but a million dollars are on the line, so go off. But... I think on an LRG, it's just too much. Don't look through my fucking shit. It's too aggressive. I don't want you seeing my prescription medication. I don't want you like... Touching my stuff. Fuck off. What if I brought my fucking vibrator, you asshole? Yeah, what if I brought... What if I'm going to go off to my the... wife? Yeah. Yeah. What if I have a diary where I'm talking about how much I love Coldplay? But that's my personal fucking time, yeah i dog. don't i don't like it's, it's it's too much for a fucking lrg in my it, opinion it's too much for an lrg 100 percent. hashtag too much for an lrg let's cool it on the hashtags jackie come on um hashtag a never i love it uh Put so hashtag twine gate though the the twine comes back not twink gate i know what you thought i said hashtag oh twine gate don't you i mean you can look under hashtag twink gate and find Photoshop pictures of Richard Nixon on life young twinks bodies getting railed on the Oval Office desk. But that's if that's what you're into, go for it. But just know what you're getting into. So. Hashtag Twinegate. Yes. And, you know, everyone knows that Brian's got the idol. Yes. And Sarif makes the move. But they all of... want to know if she knows that they know. That's the only question at this point. Well, now they do because Sarif went and told her. He's abandoning her. He's like, listen, everyone's coming for you and I'm pulling up. Hashtag dead weight. And he advises her that she should come clean. Brianna's is feeling like she has to play the idol. Did you see Laura's llama dog t-shirt? No. It's a t-shirt that says llama dog. Do you think llama dog is cat dog's son? I hope so. And maybe not, because gross. Uh, and then, you know, it's going to be a live tribal. Live? Spicy. Ooh, like a live wire. Yeah, popping. Ooh, Sharif has good facial hair. He looks like young Brandon Frazier. Edsel finds out Brie has the idol for sure. And no one trusts her or their... Or, yeah, he's like, and I, I, our partnership is 100% over. And then he wire. tells her explicitly to reveal the idol to all. And, and then, then Kayla's like, there's no way she's going to play the idol. Let's vote her off. But then they go to tribal. <laughs> I do like that Edsel leaves it with like, I haven't heard my name. So that's a good sign. You know, as long as I haven't heard me. If you start hearing your name, things are really in a bad spot. Yes, it is. I mean, although you should be paying enough attention that you should hear it if it's out there. All right, let's get through tribal and then we'll take a quick break. Yes. Before jumping into episode two. Episode two. So we come into Tribal and Edsel speaks on the social balance and how the one world twist, you know, how that kind of affected everyone's early social game. Kayla speaks on her choice to nominate Brienne. And Brienne talks about how she wants to, like, have a clean slate that no matter what, she's going to play the idol. She's she made wants... mistakes. Yeah. But... I want to just, like flush it get rid of it and hopefully we can move it forward tomorrow i think at this point this is not the right move i won't go into too much detail but i just feel like you're at tribal you've already made your bed at this point 
I don't know. You're just, are you going to play the idol? I guess you're just going to play it. Or what do you, you have, think? What? Well, you're, you're forced to either revealing it before people vote. Now you have to play the idol or you just have to trust people to not vote for you. So you've just wasted the idol or you're relying on people to trust you after you've revealed that you've lied to them. So you're not going to do the second one. So you've just wasted the idol. And I guess it's a waste. You're just feeling anxious. I don't, you've gone down this road. So fucking try to use it to your advantage or go out flaming, not this like whimpering. Oh yeah, I have it. I'm sorry. I guess it's just like, maybe if you don't play it, yeah, then you know, for sure you have to play it next time you go. True. Because people will want to get rid of it or get rid of you. At least that's bought you a cycle at the very least. But playing it now will still buy you a cycle. And then hopefully you've earned enough goodwill by playing it that it's like, okay, yeah, I'm sorry I made a mistake. We played for like 20 minutes before I like made this all happen. That's the gambit, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think she has a, with a, such a quick paced game, I think she has a better chance with the second idea. I guess it's just a question of like, is it honesty at this point or is it knowing that like your bag has been gone through? So now you're kind of openly admitting that you've been backed into a corner. So you have to tell them the truth. I mean, yes, but. Um, we hear a uh, train in the distance. Choo choo. Hashtag ghost train. <laughs> and then talk goes to vote first. He says that, no, no, no. He says that his vote is totally decided and nothing that's happened at Tribal has affected his vote. Kayla goes to vote first. Yeah, it's interesting. Ed, when Ed goes to vote, he makes a comment that Laura is expendable to him. And I just like, he has this hierarchy, right? Yes. That's very interesting. Um Brienne says she's playing her idol because she hates it. And then the votes come in. Yes. One vote on Ed. Four votes on Laura. Oh, no. What a twist. See, it is Laura, not Lauren. Hmm. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I mean, hashtag wife is right. You've been saying it all pod. Come on now. Um, Laura says something as she stands up that it's like the hardest tribal, but you know, the first one's always going to be hard. Hashtag Laura backstab. Going first is hard, but don't give up. Propsy snuffs Laura. And then we get one of our first of the season, a classic Propsfeld pep talk. Tell me, tell me. He says the first vote is the hardest, just like the first cut is the deepest. And he gives them the old, yeah, he gives them the old Cat Stevens. You can bounce back. Bounce, bounce. It's not going to hurt bounce, as back. much going forward. And certainly you won't be coming back to tribal anytime soon. Mm, we'll see. Laura says that she was the only person who performed in challenges. So should be interesting for that. Hashtag no ill will. Would you take a ride on the Jeff Probst peace train? What? What? And with that, we'll take a quick break. Before episode two. Is this the song you just asked me if I liked? <sighs> Ghost of Bannerman's Island. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to talk over it. It's okay. 
We'll see you in a moment. This music cue does not fit how I was going to welcome people back. I was about to be like, welcome back, bitches! But that, like, Liza Minnelli? Welcome back, bitches? I mean, I think that fits. Mm, okay. It more so feels like, welcome back, you fantastic survivors. Marry the two. Welcome back, you fantastic bitches. You fantastic surviving bitches. All right. We are rolling right into episode two. So just a reminder, if you forgot in the last like hour of us talking, we are covering two episodes a week until we are caught up. Yes. And then we'll revert back to one a week because, you know, they're releasing one a week like sane people other like other than Maine. You, New York does it right. They're not flooding the market with New York apps. Uh, anyways, so episode <laughs> two, and just like we're going to jump right into it, the episode kind of jumps right into it as well. With Esopos. Esopos. Let's, <laughs> I, I don't think it's Esopos. I think it's just Esopos. I said Esopos. Esopos. Like what is Sopapia. It? Yeah. I always think Esopos, like esophagus. Hmm. Esopos, Esopos. Esopos. E. Ope us. So Bren regrets finding the idol and just that whole situation. And she's kind of just hoping everyone forgets about it and moves on after her tribal confession at the end of episode one. True. And, you know, I feel like with these quick paced games, you're not given as much grace as you are with long-term games. A hundred percent. I mean, your margin of error is much smaller. You don't have time to recover from things. You make a first impression and you're off to the races, right? Yeah. I worry for Bryn. I mean, talk, talk is out on her. A hundred percent. So that's one ally down. That's all I have for Asapas. And the reminder that, you know, Bannerman Island implies there will be more ammunition coming. Oh, Bannerman Island. She, pa, 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 pa. she give and she take Bannerman Island. That's my pirate character. Let's go to Palapal before Cody gets too invested in this Bannerman Island character. Distinct from my old man Bruce Springsteen impression, <laughs> who if he were talking about Banner Island, it might go a little something like this. Bannerman Island? <laughs> Even I didn't like that. Let's Here's move the on. issue, Cody. Here's what... 80% of your impersonation Michelle? there. Oh, God. Michelle? Please, you gotta stop. You Let's gotta go. fucking stop at the Obama. Let's go. You can't do it. To Bannerman Island. Boo. Oh, I, but you immediately Boo. knew who it was? 
You immediately knew who it was? Because you only impersonate two people. I'm old man Bruce Springsteen. One is old man Bruce Springsteen, and the other one is Barack Obama. Those are the only two people you try to impersonate. And 80% of your old man Bruce Springsteen impersonation is the face that you make while doing (laughs) it, which none of the listeners can see. And Barack Obama is canceled as far as a white, 30-year-old man impersonating him in his closet. It's not... He has a distinct manner of speaking. <sighs> it's a little halting. It's a little Ivy League. It's very presidential. You're a little canceled. Alright. Um, Bummer Robin is automatically the target here. Robin is idol hunting, and they make a comment that I was amused by, of like, the idol hunting has been difficult, but I guess that's the point, right? Right. They're not going to be easy to find. It's not difficult. Someone already found it. Andy decides that he's going to be voting for Robin if it comes to that. We get a lot of people speculating of, you know, if we were to lose the challenge, I'm definitely going to vote for this person, which I guess you want to be thinking ahead, but it is funny just to have someone in your crosshairs before you need to. Right. It doesn't allow for any fluctuations of energy or vibes. I feel like you love Ari's talking heads. Um, I particularly enjoy that there are voiceovers for some of his. So it's like, oh, there's his face. But then we hear a voice that doesn't sound like his voice or sounds. Really? Yeah. You think he overdubbed some of his talking heads? I think like at least once. That's very funny. But maybe twice. Um. He also, he just like, his read on Robin is, quote, Robin's playing the wrong game, but they're a mystery I want to uncover. (laughs) It's just like, what the fuck? Okay, Ari. I mean, I'm glad that you're intrigued by Robin, but I don't quite, (laughs) I don't know where you're coming from. I, I hate that Robin is automatically a target. I think that they are just misunderstood and not, like, communicated with, and that fucking sucks. I don't fully understand why Robin is a target right off the bat. So, yeah, really, the heat is on Andy at this early stage of the game in Polypel. And he doesn't even have his fucking raccoon hat. I mean, it's his power hat. He's like Mario. I'm going to say, watching Andy in Maine and in New York at the same time is like hard to keep his game straight between the two. You know no, what I mean? It's very it's very funny. His raccoon. I wonder what powers the raccoon hat gives Andy. <laughs> is it like the uh God, I can't think of the fucking the name of what Mario's suit is called when he's wearing the raccoon hat. I tried to look it up. I Googled Mario suit quick. And then I just have a bunch of images of like men wearing suits. No, no adult men in suits with just Mario patterns all over it. It starts with the T it's like the Takanuki suit or something. Interesting. That's what Andy's wearing. Hardy, har, har. Anywho, (laughs) Andy is elbow deep in so many trees without consent. Oh, my God. It's a joke he and McKenna make, I believe. Mm, Okay. Consent jokes. I mean, a little old hat, guys, but it's okay. I'll give it to you. They're real lives. They're not comedians. They're real lives, (laughs) not comedians. Robin, Ariel, Christian, McKenna have a little picnic action, hoedown, strategizing session. 
Uh, yes. Knowing that they, that Robin is the target. How do we feel about the fact that Andy picks this moment to like showcase his sleight of hand skills to everyone? Uh, Yeah. Is that a smart thing, Andy? Is it good to show people that you can like pickpocket and hide things? I'm really good at putting things in my hand and then having it disappear without people noticing. Maybe like that idol everyone thinks I have. Just seems like a really bizarre talent to be showcasing on Survivor at all, and particularly in this moment of the game. And then you uh, smell that? Are you grilling Andy? (laughs) Never. We love Andy, our sleepy basic white man. Yes. The best. The best. And then uh, I was trying to decipher what McKenna's hat said. And I thought it was International Blank Company, ISC, International Sausage Company. Sausage. And I couldn't quite make out the S word. Hmm. International Snowflake Company. International Sombrero Company. Ooh. Hmm. I love the ideas of a company that's like we're <laughs> making other hats, but we're. Oh, I was saying, I thought they ship sombreros everywhere not just to mexico but it's like they're the international sombrero company and they just make all types of hat well they're making a baseball hat that says international sombrero company that's fucking hilarious i know oh my god that's what i'm saying that's very they're producing hats that claim that they're the international sombrero company but they're not putting it on sombreros i would like if the international sombrero company had just one sombrero in their catalog and then a huge variety of other hats what if it was like a giant sombrero mm. that you had to build? What about those sombrero build it? Like how because it can't all ship in one box. Oh my gosh. It'd be too big. What is it made out of? I don't know. The same things that sombreros are made out of, but, but bigger. bigger. <laughs> <laughs> what about those sombreros that are chips and then the center part is filled oh, with cheese? With the dip? And you wear it and eat it off of your are own Are you head. kidding? But you have to be strategic You're so kidding. you don't spill That's nacho not cheese thing. all over you. I've seen it on The Simpsons. Oh, okay. Homer wears one on The Simpsons. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But what about that? What about that? I feel like it's like taking that idea of a beer helmet sure. to the extreme. It's like mixing a beer helmet with a bread bowl. Yes, in your hair. But then I realized that it just says Tractor Supply Company. Oh, really? <laughs> That's so disappointing. Oh, no. But I okay. wanted, I thought it was worth the, the detour. Yes. Uh, and then you took that detour on a tractor because it took you so long. Robin thinks Ari is sus. But and you know what I think? What? I think Ari's got some fucking great sideburns. Okay. They come to like a point. They're really well manicured. Hmm. Okay. I'll have to keep an eye out for Ari's burns. Don't keep too much of an eye out. They might just poke your eye out. Well, you know who else feels like Ari is sus? Who? Andy. Mm. And you know who thinks Andy is sus? Tell me. Ariel. Ariel. So they're pretty much like Mm. Ram. Rams. Yeah. Can you hear the slapping of my knuckles? We're pounding our knuckles together. <laughs> One, if you... Amazon, Amazon. 
It's like the beginning of fucking Rocky Four, where you see Ivan Drago's. Uh, no. No, no, no. Listen, you see Ivan Drago's uh, no. boxing glove made of stone and Rocky's boxing glove made of stone, and they like swing into each other and then explode. That's cool. That's Ariel and Andy. Um, this much of your tattoo snuck out tonight, and my mom kept staring at it. I kept yeah, We went to dinner <laughs> at Jacqueline's parents, and I have a big old tattoo on my arm that my mother-in-law has not seen before. <laughs> Hope she doesn't listen to the pod. And <laughs> she I, certainly won't. <laughs> my temptation to roll up my sleeves had to be resisted time after time. Time after time. If you lock, I will lock. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, <laughs> anything else to say time. before we go to Iona? Let's go to Iona. Iona May. Uh, Julia is not into game players. But everyone's hashtag hunky dory. So she's ready to swap, motherfuckers. Yeah, she's really resisting the whole let's have a communal idol situation yeah. it's like this is my idol when it comes down to the wire i'm not necessarily going to play it for someone else but i'm gonna let them think whatever they want right. for the time being i'm 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 super against like people being like hey this is what you should do with your shit even though you felt i don't know, I don't know. julia's got a great mentality She's got great glasses, and she's looking forward to the tribal swap. Hell yeah. I'm on Julia's side. You know what? These fucking rubes want to talk about communal idols and blah, blah, blah. You know whose idol it is? Whoever's in possession of the idol. And you can think yeah. whatever you want, but I decide who. You do? Gets the idol play. You? But I'm Julia in this scenario. Okay, okay. I was like, how the fuck do you get any say in this? This was in the past, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I am Julia. I am the past. <laughs> I'm going to make a t-shirt that says I am Julia. And then it says hashtag surviving Maine on the back. Or it says hashtag I am the past. I am the past. We'll make both. <laughs> okay, great. I am Julia. I am the past. Parentheses, I am the past. Um, surviving Maine. Jeremy is trying to say that he doesn't like small talk in a really long-winded and uncomfortable way, I feel like. Hilarious. Yeah. To himself? No. He's like talking... And he's like, oh, I don't like to have these conversations that, like, you say something and I say something and it's not direct. And he just, like, is long-windedly saying that he doesn't like small talk, I feel like. Uh, ironic thing to be long-winded about. Yeah. Also, not That's the best setting. Literally to... what Yeah. Like. You're going to be doing some small talk. Yeah. Are you ready to roll on into immunity? Rock it and roll it, baby. Here's what they're doing this week, Jay. What are they doing? What are they doing? Two people must move through a course using a step stool and a ladder. So it's like floor is lava rules, right? You, yeah. You're putting one in front of you, stepping on it, reaching behind and grabbing the other. And right. caterpillaring, caterpillaring your way across the field. Or inchworming. If a caterpillar or an inchworm moved across a space using a step stool and a ladder. Exactly. I mean, and the ladder is really just a slightly taller step stool. Yeah. Don't imagine like a, a 12 foot ladder. No. They're it's, both it's, shorter yes. than the person using it. Uh, and then they have to bring back, back, bring back some blocks. And run. Bring back my blocks. No, no, no. They have to inch bring back, back my don't blocks. they? Yeah. With the blocks. 
Maybe? No, they run back with the blocks. Yeah. But not the people, different people. They yeah. Just, and then they have to solve a big old puzzle using those big old blocks they brought back. Word. Bring back my blocks. So we start with Danny on Polypel, Veronica from Iona, and Brienne from Asapis are the people moving across the field. Yes. Veronica has a specific technique that leads to her kind of inchworming ahead of everybody. Yeah, they're all neck and neck for a bit, and then Veronica takes a slight lead. The thought of like, oh, and like, this is what other people were doing. It's like, oh, I should really put them as far away as possible, so I'm making as much movement with each step. But Veronica's like, fuck that. I'm going to just put them where I can walk right. because then I'm not taking forever reaching back and trying to grab it 100%. and then trying to throw. I'm like, bump, 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 bump. So a- it's slower at first. and ease over distance at once. Yeah, but it really paid off. Well, just think about, oh, you know, am I going to be able to go up the stairs faster by taking it one step at a time very rapidly or by stretching my legs and doing four steps at a time and doing like, and then, you know. You're covering four steps at once, but maybe it's not as fast. Yeah. Ultimately. Veronica's number one across the field. And then she passes off to Jeremy for Iona, who is doing the blocks. Oh, no. And then there's another Mm -hmm. stretch of the field that this person now has to inchworm across the same way. Yes. Brienne falls and has to restart. Right at the end. It's a mistake. It's like getting too excited or like anxious and ready and just like losing your balance or concentration preventable Mm -hmm. is the main thing another feather in her eviction to be cap yes absolutely yeah because with the whole idol situation you don't want both of these things happening within one cycle danny is of course because of brienne's fall the second across the field he passes on to mckenna correct then brienne though and, like, you can tell that the people who watch the first group, they're moving faster than the first group. And to her credit, Brienne really makes up a shitload of time. Oh, she almost catches back up. Pretty impressive. And then she is able to pass off to Tak, who, because she was the third across the field, and now he's on the second stretch. Yeah. Um. So they all make it across the field. It pretty much becomes neck and neck again. And then the block running begins. Uh, Apparently, Ariel runs back funny i have lol at ariel running back he force gumps it yep um yeah propsfeld i think is very good at the in the moment challenge commentary he's saying a lot it's all very incisive and well done and illuminating to what i'm watching it's something i see a lot of hosts of lrg lrgs just kind of, it's, you know, because you're like, you're essentially riffing and improvising. You have to think on the spot. I could, You never know how it's going to go. Yeah, it's hard to be a sports commentator, essentially. He does it very well. He does. Andy is on the puzzle. Stan is on the puzzle. And just like before you even know it, Stan has won it for Iona, just as Sharif for... Asapis arrives at the puzzle because of, you know, they lost all that time with Brienne. Well, honestly, both Iona and um, Paula Pell end up getting 
getting immunity before yep. they make it back. Oh yeah, Polypel, you're right. Polypel scores number two as Sharif is arriving. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, heartbreaking. Asapis is heading to their second tribal in just as many days. I like feel so strongly that Baren Brienne is about to go. Yeah. Um, you can see but... some, uh, some picnickers in the background. I don't know if they're part of production or if they're just onlookers. I mean, either way, that'd be fun. We then find out that Iona gets to send one person from the losing tribe immunity. I love this twist. Yeah. I really enjoy it as well. Especially I like the added layer to it that they discuss it and write someone's name down. And Asapis does not know who's going to be immune until tribal. Yeah, it's that's not the information. Best part. Yeah, that's a wonderful twist. It's something that CBS. I don't. I don't think I've seen in a CBS Survivor, and that would be such a fun twist to add. And it's simple and easily understood. It happens. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of setup. You don't have to go do a fucking thing. It's just like a really concise, smart, huge twist. Huge and like very impactful. Playing to the three tribes really well. Making so like, oh, it's not, you didn't both just win immunity. There is, you know, a, a ranked thing going on. It does matter to win first. Yeah, ba I agree. Bannerman Island. She gives and she takes. It's almost like they foreshadowed this at the beginning of the episode. I'm huh. Pirate Obama. Okay. Um, so we go back <laughs> with the Palapal tribe. They're playing some rhythmic clapping games, having a good time, really soaking in that victory. We see Kristen kind of feeling a little bummed out that, or not bummed out, but like a little guilty that Andy is catching some of this heat in regards to the idol because, you know, she's fucking got the idol, but... She goes so far as to jokingly say, yeah, the idol's in my pocket right now, ha ha. I mean, what a ballsy move. Well, I mean, so much so. And a few things happen in between here. So sorry. I'd love to no, I'd love to jump back. But Andy fucking goes to look in her bag and then goes, finds the fucking idol and goes and tells everybody. Yes, absolutely. I I don't know when that comment is made, but yeah, he absolutely guesses that she has the idol, goes snooping finds it, tells McKenna, mm -hmm. and McKenna's absolutely gagged. Uh, there is a moment before that where Dresden from last season is evoked. Well, and fucking... Um, Another player is evoked on a different tribe, I believe. Jeremy evokes Paddock later. Well, Paddock is brought up here, too. They, um, they bring up how last season people used group idols mm. well yes. and brought up multiple people from last season. And that's when, like... Andy really gets suspicious in regards to like, oh, I feel like it's been found. This person isn't fessing up. I bet it's fucking Christina. Paris. Chris. Chris. Oh my gosh. Kristen. Kristen. I don't know why I keep calling her Christina. Kristen. Paris. Milan. Tristan. Uh, yes, the ethics of bag snooping are dubious at best. I call fucking bullshit. I, we discussed it earlier, but like, I know just, it's just like again in this setting. Come on, don't stoop to that level. It's really not worth it. I will. I love that fucking Danny calls calls it out. Like you know, like Danny's hurt 
that Kristen didn't tell him about the idol. But on the other hand, it's like, but also fucking Andy shouldn't have gone in her bag. And, and like Andy is also he weirdly he's like, I'm OK that she has it, but she should have told us. I guess she's just like a real gamer. All and of it's you like, fuckers, if you would have found you, it independently, yeah. would have kept it to yourself. Any type of like judgment for someone having an idol and not disclosing that even when you're in the pre-merge setting of the game is like, come on, fuck off. Don't be a baby person who's snooping through bags. So many people feel like it's such a shitty game move to have group idols, but like, it's, it's an so idi- it's an understandable. Idi- it's an idiotic move that, that makes no sense. And I think everyone knows it's something that's just being said in the moment because it has to be said. And when it really comes down to it, it might mean nothing. All right. Take me to Iona. Stan is absolutely crushed that Laura has been voted off. He must have used the word crushed because we both wrote down crushed. He did say crushed. Okay. Um, I like Stan a lot. I think he's a really thoughtful player. He's super charismatic. He's won me over. Hashtag Dr. Stan all day. He talks about how he thinks people will think he is a challenge beast. And then immediately Annie confirms it. And she also thinks that he might be a good shield, however. So Annie, you know, she's thinking on that level also. But sadly, Annie's not invoted, invoted, invited into that top four of Stan, Veronica, Julia, and Jeremy. The power foursome. But there's also... Oh, the... no, they're not the power... They're specifically the dragonflies. Well, no, the dragonflies are Robin, Julia, Sharif... Talk, Ed, and Stan. Yeah. It's the cross-tribal POC alliance. Right. Hashtag dragonflies. Which I think might also be the name of the fucking people in The Last of Us whom Joe and Joel and Ellie are. So is that purposeful? No. Also, fucking Annie is like, why is Annie not included in this? Mm. Makes me so frustrated for her. Because she's not a dragonfly. But she is. She is. Um, Jeremy, sad not going to tribal he wanted some fucking blood on his sword (laughs) (laughs) on sheath noise yes and this is the first time i noticed stan's stride until you've died marathon t-shirt oh fun intense let's go to asapis ed where the davids in this david v goliath match which it just makes me snort at him but um he he makes this comment that he would like to fully blame Brienne for losing them the challenge, but there were other elements at play, mm-hmm. which is a pretty balanced and fair thing to say. I respect it. And then there's immediate thought that it's going to be one of the two ladies that receives immunity. Yeah, Kayla and others kind of think she might have it. Um, she tells Sharif that she thinks Sharif is going to get it, but I think she's just saying that to be humble. Yeah. And it basically then turns into the guy is deciding, well, whichever lady doesn't get it is going to go. Which is a bummer. It's a super big bummer to see as a viewer. Did you notice that Kayla's wearing snake earrings? No. Do you think it's because she's secretly a backstabber or is she a Slytherin maven? Mm, maybe. Uh, yeah, Taket and Sharif, the boys' alliance. Do you think alliance. that she's going to snake her opponents? What does snaking an opponent mean? Like, being a snake in the grass, like... Pop out of the grass and get their jugular? Exactly. I think she is. I fucking love it, Kayla. And, yeah, Tak going to fight until the end, I he, have. Oh, yeah, because he starts hearing his name and he gets pissed the fuck off. And let's head to Tribal.
Let's go down to tribal. Propsty welcomes Asapis back. Hashtag Ed for president. Hashtag our Lord and Savior, Chris Lord. Why Ed for president? Um, Because he gives a really good speech yeah, at the top of the time. Tribal dynamics. He, um, he says he's glad the idol was flushed. We get a moment where uh, Takshell is talking about how more names have been thrown out than needed to be because of this whole idea of somebody gets safe. And... How do you feel about this? This idea that like, oh, the need of having a contingency plan means that there is more discussion, meaning that you do find out where you're where you are on that totem pole, i.e. talk starting to hear his name. A hundred percent. Which then Sharif is very open about. He's like, we do have a backup plan. And I don't know if he's talking about the like, it's going to be Kayla or Brienne, but it seems like, oh, no. Yeah, there's this third option potentially. And if you're unaware of that third option and you're in the boys alliance, yeah, that's you, right? Right. Well, and then also it's like, I feel like. There's all there's this, this interesting thing that Kayla kind of touches on as well about how she feels as if she's been given immunity by the opposing tribe because she's weak. So it's like I'm being kept in the game because I'm a hindrance to my tribe. Right. And the, I don't know. That's just an interesting concept and not a great position to be in. No, I feel like they're like saying it feels like an insult either way. Right. Uh, absolutely. Um, Talk calls out Brienne and says that she's dishonest and disloyal. Uh, yeah. And then feels that she's been calling him shifty, which I think like he specifically says shifty multiple times. And I think that has like can have like weird racial undertones to it weird as in like it's a shitty thing people say sometimes about non-white people to be shitty uh indirectly so i don't know if he was touching on that or just was like it just stood out to me that that was the phrasing he used but i love an open tribal call out right i mean it can be great it can also feel real heavy um fucking drop mike Right. And he defends the boy alliance saying that it's based on trust and not gender, yeah. which I don't think is completely genuine. Talking Brianna like go fucking at it. She says she did not call him shifty or disloyal. And then they go to vote. Yeah. Kayla votes first. We see her vote for Brianna. Um, because she like has a hunch that there's a boy alliance. Yes. So it's like, yeah, if I vote for you, that's another vote that is one less weight on my side of the scale. Uh, Brienne votes for talk, which is not the smart move to make for her in this decision. And then we see talk vote for Brienne. We see Sharif vote for someone saying you don't deserve it. And it just looks like it's going to be one of the ladies going home. It does. (gasps) No idols are played. The votes come in. It's two for Brienne. Three for talk. So surprising. Shocking. Super, super shocking. But you know what? He leaves with class. Very classy. Um, Propsfeld tells everyone not to give up, to keep on fighting. I mean, it's his second time talking to these people in just two days. He's trying to, you know, have them keep their head above water. Hmm. Can they? Can they? Will they? I guess only time will tell until we're back on Bannerman Island. 
I wonder what weapons will be provided next week by the island. By the island. Well, that's our coverage of Survivor New York, Bannerman Island, episodes one and two. Follow us at INT SurvivorCast. Let us know what you think. You know, hang out with us each week when we cover the next two episodes we'll until be, we're caught up. Yeah, we'll be kind of sporadically dropping episodes that cover two at a time until we're caught up. And then it'll just be a weekly release. Yeah. If you're thirsty and hungry for more Survivor content, we're also covering the wonderful LRG of Surviving Maine that you can also find on YouTube and listen to our coverage. And, you know, welcome to Survivor Cast International again. Welcome to Survivor New York. Welcome to Survivor New York. He's been waiting for you. Although I do believe Ryan Adams is canceled. Welcome to New York. Welcome to Survivor New York. Jeffrey Crowe has been waiting for you. What do you think Jeffrey Kropsfeld's doing right now? Eating some bonbons. Oh, damn. I hope so. Waiting for our podcast to come out. Refresh. Refresh. They have to be covering us, right? No. He Too doesn't care. For that. He's, uh, you know, cuddled up, reading a book in bed, about to turn off the lamp and take off his glasses and go to sleep. He's got a little nightcap on and like glasses on a chain. And a little nightcap to drink. Or the exact opposite. He's hitting the club. On a Tuesday, Monday night? Because it's half off gelato shots. Is it Tuesday? It is Tuesday. Fucking hell. Welcome to Tuesday. Oh, that means I have a staff meeting in the morning. Mm. Thumbs down. Okay. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next week.